Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless as he talks to successful real estate professionals and ask them to share their best advice ever. From deal syndicators to wholesalers, flippers, property managers, pest inspectors, and everyone in between. It's the best ever advice and none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Adam Dorian. Hi, Adam. Hi, Joe. Nice to have you on the show and a little bit about Adam. He is a police officer with 12 years of experience. So first and foremost, thank you for your service. Thank you. And he's also Obviously, a real estate investor, uh, or else he wouldn't be on the show. Um, although we do, I do love police officers. You also have to have some real estate experience to be a guest. Um, in 2002, he closed on his first deal with no money of his own, and um, he used private money and credit cards in order to do that. And when the dust settled, he had a passive income property of four thousand a year, so about three hundred thirty-three bucks a month. He's closed on, since 2002, he's closed on about 10 deals a year uh, through wholesaling, and he's based in Kansas City. He is the head of investor relations at MC Properties, which is focused on selling cash-flowing properties in Kansas City, You know, doing the uh, identification of the property, fixing it up, and then uh, renting it out and selling it to investors. So with that being said, Adam, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? Absolutely. I'll uh, try to condense my story into two minutes or less real quick. Um, so I was a police officer because I felt called into that line of work. And as far as you know, my line of work, my career, my involvement in now real estate, uh, I've always tried to do work that I felt had purpose behind it. And in 2011, I felt my calling changing and my purpose uh, started to shift from police work into real estate investing because I really didn't think I was making the kind of money that I had the potential to make. And I wanted to be a better giver in my local community, at my church. And I also wanted to be able to provide for my family a better standard of living. And after a decade in police work, I just wasn't where I wanted to be. So I studied on it. I went to some seminars and I landed on starting a business and investing in real estate would be the solution to that problem. And so that's what got me into it. Um, I started with getting an education, going to seminars, like I think most investors do. I began doing some online wholesaling and was able to do uh, seven deals, or excuse me, multiple deals in seven states across the U.S. And actually, just to correct some of the information from earlier, it wasn't 2002, it was 2012, I closed oh, that first deal. Yep, that's what I meant to say. Sorry if I messed up. 2012, that up. I closed that first deal. And then... Um, several more followed. And so to date, I've done multiple deals in about seven different states and have really focused my efforts over the last several months in Kansas City. 
And um, so that's kind of how I ended up where I'm at today. And I'm an investor relations with MC Properties because networking really is the part of this business that I enjoy the most, that I'm strongest at. And so investor relations is a good fit for me. You're closing on deals in different states from which you live. How do you, and those are wholesale deals, correct? Those were wholesale deals. Yeah. And my emphasis has since shifted, but go ahead with your question. I'll be happy to answer it. So how do you identify wholesale deals remotely and how do you do that remotely if you're living in Kansas City? So for example, what is the farthest away geographically that you've wholesaled a deal and how did you make that happen? Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania was the furthest geographically from me. And how I made it happen was through internet channels and communication by email and phone. But Really, the answer to your question is my network. Networking was something that came naturally to me and that actually crosses over into the advice that I'm going to share today um, to your best ever listeners. So uh, networking really is the answer to that question and making use of technology, leveraging technology to build that network and stay in touch with people. Can you talk specifics on the exact people you met, how you marketed it, and how exactly that one specific deal went down? Okay, so how I connected with people specifically was using LinkedIn. Uh, That has been my number one tool as far as building my network nationwide and getting in touch with new people and then maintaining contact with them. Um, On that specific deal, the marketing that I used was through Craigslist. And then I'm sorry, I think I might have left out an answer to part of your question. So what was the other prong to that question? Yeah, so you you marketed in Pittsburgh. Did you just randomly pick Pittsburgh or was uh, were you t- targeting that market for a particular reason? No, actually, because of my contacts that I developed on LinkedIn, a contact came to me, sent me an email and said, hey, Adam, we've known each other for a while. I've got this property. I'd like to sell it. Can you help me? And um they uh, they just relied on my marketing efforts, and I was able to uh, move the property for them. And so essentially, we co-wholesaled it. Got it. And did you meet this person uh, who was the seller uh, through LinkedIn? That's right. And how did you make that introduction? Like when we met on LinkedIn, it was, um, again, going back to what I'm going to share today, I was practicing a habit that I had learned from some education I'd obtained at a seminar in Dallas. And uh, I simply was making contacts with new people, reaching out to new people that day, met this person. We developed an ongoing relationship and several months into that relationship, they tossed me the deal. So you randomly reached out to someone in Pittsburgh and befriended them on LinkedIn or how did you, how did you approach that? I wouldn't say randomly. I'll just share with you what it is that I wanted to offer as my best advice ever for real estate investors today. And that is that in 2012, at a seminar that I was at, and that's what led to this deal occurring and and more deals beyond it. uh, I heard a guru say this, if you want to really grow your network, and if you want to blow up your business in a good way, talk to five new people every workday. And every workday follow up with five people that you already know. And that was the biggest takeaway from that seminar for me. And so I made a vow to myself that I was going to practice that in my business. And to that point, I had been involving myself in real estate circles for not quite a year, since 2011. 
And my network was only a few hundred people. Since that point, when I applied that principle, which I still do today, I still strive to meet five new people today. And then today I will strive to make contact with five existing clients or people in my network. My network grew from just a few hundred people to I now have 4,600 people across the country that are in my network. So that is really the best advice that I can give today. And when you initially reach out to someone, in this case, I'm sorry, keep going back to the example. I love that advice, by the way. I, I, I think that is fantastic to expand your network. And, and I think something that gets often overlooked is to keep in touch with people uh, you, who you already know and just check in and see how you can add value in their life. But I, I want to go back to this uh, exact example with Pittsburgh. And when you I, – I, I, I'm on LinkedIn, and I see someone lives in Pittsburgh. How do you approach the initial conversation via LinkedIn? Because this, sure. this led to business, and I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to get the exact step-by-step process. Sure, absolutely. So I deliberately would search out people on LinkedIn that either had an interest in real estate or investing or were an entrepreneur. Somewhere there had to be a common tie. And so, as you know, you can search in LinkedIn by topic, by geography. There are many different ways to search. But I had searched for this person, other people that are in real estate, right? So then I reach out to that person and the way that I reach out so that people will respond is instead of just clicking the little button on LinkedIn that says connect and not putting a personal message, I always find a part of their profile where I can make a connection with them. Maybe we both went to uh, the same college. Maybe we know somebody who went to the same college. Maybe we have a mutual connection that's from our hometown. Whatever it is, I find a small connection. I mention that to them in a very short one or two sentence note. And I found that that really, um, really amplifies the number of people that will respond positively. And then from there, you can really start growing a business relationship with that person because you found common ground. That's awesome. And that's such good advice. Um, One thing that I've done personally, I have, I don't know how many recommendations I have on LinkedIn, but a lot, um, 50, 60, maybe 100. And how I got that was... I intentionally uh, reached out to people and instead of just clicking the button of, you know, can you endorse me or recommend me on LinkedIn, I wrote a personalized note to each of them and that increased the amount of people who wanted to recommend me tenfold than if I hadn't have done that. And you're taking that same approach and that's leading to cash in pocket because you met someone through this approach. Um, you you hold you co-wholesale a deal with them and you both made money. Awesome, awesome advice. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? I am. Let's do it. Best ever book you've read. Best ever book I've read, uh, Bible. So, because I know that could be a cliche answer, maybe a lot of people answer that, but I really believe the principles that are taught there, and it's an excellent guide to living and also to business. Um, there, I'll just cite a couple of verses that I live by that you'll note are really similar to some quotes from some famous successful people. Um, Proverbs twenty three seven says, "For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he." And as you know, that's a famous quote. Um, from Henry Ford, which is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So uh, th- that was a biblical principle, a biblical advice from Mr. Ford when he stated that. 
Also, Hebrews 13, 16 says, do not forget to do good and share with others because God's pleased when we do that. And I think we all believe as entrepreneurs in the law of reaping and sowing and the fact that we receive as we give. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. Now, there's a lot more verses or quotes I could go through, Joe, but that really is the best book that I've ever read because I just think it's such an effective guide for living and for doing business. And I've always tried to follow the principles I've learned in the Bible. And as I do that, I found that it brings returns in business. So best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it. I went through a divorce a few years ago. And while that may have been considered one of my worst ever personal experiences, it was also my best ever personal growth experience because it humbled me and brought me to a new low point emotionally and financially. And it basically forced me into a position where I had to be honest in my self-examination and decide what I was really here for, what I wanted to do with my life, what my purpose was. And uh, it determined the direction of my business and motivated me in a more powerful way than anything ever in my life has. I think I, I know the answer to the next question because you might have mentioned it, but I'll ask it anyway. Best ever success habit you practice? Absolutely. My networking, five and five every day. I always try to reach out to five new people and follow up with five people I already know. Best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal I've done was a $4,000 wholesale deal in one hour in Kansas City. And again, it was a result of my network. Somebody that I knew came to me and they had this deal. And it was so funny because I had a friend who had a need for deals just like this. And so my friend came to me and said, I have this deal. We could make a $4,000 uh, assignment fee on it. But um, I, I need to know that I can get it sold quickly. And I said, I have just a buyer for you. And so between her seller and my buyer, we co-wholesaled the deal, $4,000 deal. And we put it all together by phone calls and emails in one hour. Best deal I've ever done. Best ever quote. Henry Ford's, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Uh, I tell myself that every day as I'm facing challenges. Um, it's really all about your mindset and whether or not you think you can do it. And now we just know he ripped it off from the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the be what's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Ooh. Okay. Um in the beginning I got an education among other things that I paid for an education in was tax liens and deeds. And tax liens and deeds is a great strategy and it can be very very lucrative. Um however, as you know, just like any other body of real estate knowledge, you really have to know your stuff and due diligence particularly plays a big role. And I had this property that was a smoking hot deal and I bought two acres of developable residential land for 900 bucks on a tax deed. And I had done my due diligence on the property and it was a great deal, but I hadn't done my due diligence on the market. And so I had a great property in the wrong market. And long story short, I ended up losing about $2,200 on that investment, which is a very small amount to lose in real estate, but enough that I can remember the lesson. And so if I could have done that deal over again, I would have first researched the market. And then once I got myself into the right market, geographically speaking, I would have sought to go out and do the same deal. So 
basically the short version is I bought myself a piece of property in a market where the population was shrinking and not growing. And therefore I bought a property that I couldn't sell. (laughs) What's the best ever place to reach you? Uh, By phone. And my number is 913-548-1447. And is it all right if I give my email as well? Absolutely. Okay. It's Adam at mcpropertieskc.com. And thank you so much, Adam, for sharing your best ever advice and the experience that you had on LinkedIn and how you befriended someone through a relevant uh, topic and built a relationship that ended up resulting in cash in pocket and value that's added to everybody all around. And multiplying that strategy is just going to result in multiple benefits for everybody involved and all the different markets in which you multiply it. So I love that approach and I'm really glad that you were able to jump on a call with us today and and share your advice. So thanks a lot and we'll talk to you soon. Joe, thanks a lot for inviting me on today. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, you, best ever listener, do you want more? Then head to joefairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on joefairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.